All of us have got a particular identity and it's made up of those fundamental beliefs that we have about ourselves and who we are. It shapes our view of the world, the way we approach challenges, the way we interact with others and how we see our abilities to achieve certain things. And it's one of those things that's shaped within us from our earliest years and often really solidifies in our teen years in particular. And so many of us have been carrying around the same identity for most of our lives and we're either held back by it or propelled forward by it, either helped by it or hindered by it. So today I want to unpick this a little bit, particularly in relation to our fitness and wellness, because we often have certain identities around our worth, around what we can achieve, what we like, what we don't like, what we do and what we don't do. And that sometimes means that when we try to make certain changes, when we maybe try and upgrade our habits and achieve certain goals, we have this invisible thing that sometimes seems to hold us back. So we're going to talk about what's going on and why, and then coming up with some solutions to change or upgrade your identity to help you make fitness and wellness a more important part of your life. Welcome to the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness podcast, bringing you a weekly dose of fitness and wellness inspiration as we explore together how to get motivated and create a realistic and achievable way to stay active within a busy life while stepping away from guilt and the diet roller coaster for good. Together, we'll unpack some of the myths and unhelpful messages from the traditional fitness and diet industry so that you can find a better, kinder, more helpful way to fit exercise and wellness strategies into your life, improve your confidence and feel amazing. I'm your host, women's fitness and wellbeing coach, Alex Hubble, founder of ChickFit, mum of two, and a firm believer that exercise and eating well can go hand in hand with chocolate, wine, and lots of rest to create a happy life. You can find out more about me at chickfit.co.uk or head to my social media channels at alexchickfit. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the podcast. As I'm recording this, it's the start of July. So thoughts are definitely starting to turn towards the summer holidays. And, you know, I tend to work the first couple of weeks of the holidays and have August off to be with the kids. So I've got a few weeks left before I have my summer break and doing a little bit of a podcast session this morning, getting a few podcasts recorded and in the bag, um, ready for the rest of the month. But I know that I'm incredibly lucky to be able to take that time over the summer. And it is one of the things that I have to admit I love the most about being self-employed. So in past years, I have still worked in August. I've never seen clients face-to-face during that month because I've had the kids to look after. But, you know, I'd still be at my desk for a couple of hours every day doing admin, recording videos for my membership um, for the autumn, and just generally running my business. But I've started to get myself a bit better organised these days. So I'm getting a lot of that stuff out of the way now so that I can spend time with my kids rather than constantly trying to work out where I'm going to fit that bit of work in each day. Ironically, really, because they're getting that bit older now and they don't actually want to spend that much time with me anyway. But they're going to (laughs) because I'm clearing the deck so that I can do that. But anyway, big props out to all of you there who are having to juggle your holiday time around the kids' holiday time because I know that can be really difficult and can make the summer quite stressful and also really expensive. So if you are sorting that out right now, I am sending you a big old hug on that one. Anyway, 
Before we move on to talk about our identity, I just had a couple of things I wanted to let you know about that we've got coming up. Now, firstly, throughout August, I'm going to be doing some special episodes of the podcast called The Summer Sessions. And this is going to be all about helping you to have a fit summer, but also a summer oriented around wellness, well-being, and generally looking after yourself in the best possible way. So as far as I'm concerned, the summer's not really a time for pushing too hard or making big progress with your fitness goals. Although if that's what you love to do, then hats off to you. But for me, it's often about just maintaining, but also taking the opportunity to have a little step back, to plan for the autumn, to look at other aspects of my well-being as well. You know, all of those things that can often get left behind in the rush of life, really. So it's, it's for me, a bit of a time of stepping back, a bit of a time of just giving my body a little rest, doing something different for it. You know, I try and do a bit more yoga, for example, in the summer, a bit less of the kind of heavy and hard sessions uh, that I might do the rest of the year. And I find that it really, really refreshes me and helps me to, you know, go into the autumn feeling really excited and positive about all the things that I can do. So I'm going to be helping you with all of those things in those podcast episodes. There's going to be five of them every Monday throughout August. So I'm going to help you to look after yourself over the summer and get prepped for an amazing autumn as well. So if you're not already subscribed to the podcast, make sure you do so that you don't miss out on those episodes when they arrive. Now, secondly, over in the Chick Fit Members Club, we're going to be having our very own summer sessions. This is a program that's going to run throughout August within the Members Club, and it's going to help you to achieve all the things that I've talked about above. So looking after your well-being, maintaining your fitness with some short, easy, equipment-free workouts that you can take anywhere you're going and doing a bit of planning ready for that new school year so that you can really hit the ground running. So you'll get all the workouts that you need throughout the summer. You're going to get support with your well-being and taking some time out and then some sessions towards the end that are going to help you to be perfectly planned and prepped for the autumn too so you can hit the ground running and feel your most amazing self. If you would like in on the action, all you've got to do is head over and join the members club for just £20 a month. It's a bargain. And you're going to get the whole of that program on the inside starting on the 1st of August, along with all of the other fabulous member content and support that is already in there. Just head to chickfit.co.uk forward slash members club to join us. And I'll pop that link into the show notes as well. Right, onwards. So I said in the intro today, that this is all about identity and about how we can shape that to get the results that we want in all sorts of areas of our lives. And it's something that I've been working on over the last couple of years and actually continue to do because now that I've gained some awareness about my own identity or identities, because we often have more than one, I've realised that it is something that, you know, I need to do some deeper work on. So this is something that I really wanted to cover off here because it's something that does come up for me when I'm working with a lot of my clients. And it's something that you know, I feel very strongly has sort of shaped some of the things that I've done or some of the things that I I maybe haven't done as well, I think more to the point over the years. And I think that, you know, for me, my identity has always been that of being average. Now, I remember really vividly at school that I used to just blend right into the crowd. I was always one of those kids that sat in the middle. I had to work hard for what I did achieve, but I was never brilliant or top of the class either. And I think that the word that used to come up in all of my school reports was conscientious. In other words, I kept my head down, I kept quiet, I stayed unremarkable, but dependable. You know, the teachers didn't have to, you know, worry about me too much, but also it meant they didn't pay me that much attention, if I'm honest. 
And honestly, it's always made me feel a bit average, a bit boring because of it as well. And, you know, like I said earlier, a lot of our identity is shaped, particularly in our teen years. And that was my kind of overriding thing from my teen years that I was kind of unremarkable. It's one of the big things that I took away from that time. And it has honestly shaped so many actions I've taken in the years since. And it's at times kept me quite small, kept me from thinking big because I've always thought, well, you know, that's not for me. I'm quite average. So I'll just stay here in my little box and I, I won't do too much. Obviously, that is changing, <laughs> has changed because of all the things that I'm doing now. Like, you know, old me a few years ago probably would have never done a podcast because I'd have been like, oh my God, what are people going to say? What are they going to think? I can't put myself out there. No one's going to want to listen to me. So it's taken me quite a lot to come out of the shadows and to be comfortable with doing things like this, to become comfortable with recording myself in video all the time. Something that a lot of people always say to me, my gosh, I could never do that. I could just never do that and look at myself on camera to, you know, be comfortable with running my own business and being willing to put myself out there and out into the world and to kind of go with all those highs and lows that do come with being a business owner because there are so, so, so many ups and downs. And I, I just think that, you know, in the past, I would not have been willing to do that. But, you know, as I have become aware of the identity, the identity that would not have allowed me to do all of those things. I've gradually been able to reshape the identity. So I've reshaped it to become somebody who is happy to be on camera all the time. And that did take time. It took practice. You know, I remember when I remember back to those first few months where I was doing that and I was recording videos of myself and my clients, I absolutely hated doing the editing. Like the recording bit was okay, but the editing bit was awful because I just, I hated seeing myself and hearing myself. But the more you do it, the easier it gets, honestly. And, you know, it's one of those things like we never like listening to our own voice. And I used to hate listening to my own voice. I was like, oh my God, I don't sound like that, do I? I've got used to it now. So <laughs> I'm totally cool with it. But it took time. It took time to do that. You know, it's taken time for me to reshape my identity to be somebody who does take a few chances with things, who is happy to become a bit more visible. Because as a business owner, you have to be visible. You have to put yourself out into the world. And it's not something that I was ever comfortable with because my identity was always in the shadows. Keep myself quiet, keep myself small. So it's been a real growing process and it continues to be because, you know, that the identity just keeps coming up and coming up and coming up. And I have to kind of keep, you know, I keep banging up against it. I have to keep working on it all the time. And it is something that keeps coming back to me. And whenever I'm leaning into something new, something uncomfortable, this voice comes back saying, but you're average. Don't do it. You're average. It's never going to work for you. But I know now that it is trying to protect me. And it's trying to keep me clinging on to that identity. And I'll talk a bit more about why we do that in a minute. But for me, the most important thing is that awareness piece, because once you have that, you've got the opportunity to do something about it. And like I say, I've still got a lot of work to do on it, on that particular identity, which is only one of the identities I have, by the way. But yeah, it's going to continue to take work. I'm going to keep coming up against it. When I know it's there, I know why it might be holding me back as well. Now, when I'm working with my clients and members, there are some identities, which I'll talk about in a minute, that tend to come out particularly in relation to our fitness and wellness. And these identities can see people really struggling to make those lasting changes because they just continually get catapulted back into that old identity because we don't always know it's there. We haven't always acknowledged it. We don't understand that that identity is the thing that is kind of keeping us grounded in a certain place. And that's what identities do. They give us comfort. They give us certainty. 
It's something that we tether ourselves to, that we tether our lives to. It's something that's absolutely integral to us. Because if we don't have an identity, what do we have? We don't have anything. So when we've got these identities, which many of us have had for years and years and years and years, we go back to them for comfort and certainty. You know, it's no surprise that we hold on to that even when they're not serving us. And that's the thing. We have certain identities that do not serve us, but we will stick with them because they give us that tether. They are integral to who we are and how we act and how we show up in the world. They give us that level of certainty. And some of the identities, you know, I suppose if you like beliefs that I see most often are things like, I'm not worth it, or I'm not a person who enjoys exercise, or I'm not the fitness type, or I'm a very busy person. And all of these identities get wrapped up in our day to day. And maybe you have two or three of those. In fact, I think a lot of us do. I think the first one is incredibly common, the I'm not worth it thing. But most of us don't want to admit that to ourselves. Most of us don't want to admit to ourselves that we hold ourselves in quite low regard. And so we won't do things for ourselves. You know, that's certainly been another part of my identity. I'm not worth it. And so I have done things to prove that I'm not worth it, you know, and I will not do things that prove to me that I am worth time, effort, and all those kind of things as well. Again, that's changing. I'm getting better at it, but, you know, it's still there in the background. You know, I know a lot of people who are like, I'm just not somebody who enjoys exercise. Just don't. It's just not me. I'm not the fitness type. That comes back time and time again. And you can imagine if that's part of your identity, it's going to be really, really, really hard (laughs) to create a regular fitness routine, right? Or I'm a very busy person. So we hold on to this identity of I'm very busy, I'm very important, everybody needs me. And again, you know, how do we expect to do things for ourselves, to make time for ourselves when our identity is, but I'm a very busy person, you know? And as you can imagine, when those things do make up our identity, then every time we try and do something for ourselves or do more exercise, we're going to get held back because we don't genuinely identify with somebody who is allowed to do those things themselves who is worthy of doing those things themselves. Or we don't identify as someone who enjoys exercise or as somebody who has the time to exercise. We don't identify with those parts of ourselves. We identify with somebody who's too busy to exercise. We identify with somebody who is not allowed to or should not devote time to themselves. And as long as we allow those things to stay part of our identity, then they're going to stop us from creating a new identity that is maybe going to serve us better. So we need to believe that we are worth the time and effort. We need to believe that we do have the time we need to look after ourselves. And we need to believe that we can be somebody who can find types of exercise that we enjoy. And when we can start to find that, if, when we can start to create that new identity for ourselves, we can slowly start to change that picture. And, you know, like I said earlier, it, this is not an easy thing to do. You know, I've started the process of this. There are certain parts of my identity that I would like to change. I would like to stop believing that I am average all the time. You know, I would love to stop believing that thing about myself. And sometimes I do. Sometimes I do believe, okay, I'm not just average. I'm doing really well with this thing. But it keeps coming back. So it's not easy to overcome that. You know, we are undoing these really ingrained parts of our identity and our belief system things that we've held on to for years and years and years, things that have been integral to how we show up in the world for a really, really long time. So this is not an overnight thing. And I don't want you to think that this can be changed quickly because it can't. 
But I think having that awareness is going to be the first step. So there are a few things, sort of three things really that you can do to get started on this. If you have been listening to this so far and you're kind of nodding along and going, yeah, do you know what? She's right. I'd never realised that before, but I, I probably do think that about myself. Or maybe there's other, you know, parts of your identity that have come up for you that you think, oh gosh, yeah, that's probably holding me back. That's probably not helping me. Then these are sort of three, I suppose, a three-step process that you can go through to start to work on that and to start to turn that around a little bit. So number one, which maybe you've already started to do, is tune into what your identity might be when it comes to fitness, when it comes to wellness, and when it comes to your own worth. And I think that is such an important part of this because a lot of us don't believe we are worthy. A lot of us don't believe that we deserve to feel good, to look good. And when we feel that about ourselves, like how do we expect to change that? How do we expect to make fitness and wellness a regular, rewarding part of our lives? If underneath we're going, yeah, but I'm not really worth it. I'm not worth spending the time on. You know, we've got to start believing that we are worthy of time and effort and care, or we are not going to do those things for ourselves. So what is your identity around fitness and wellness? Particularly if you sort of struggle to, you know, do those things for yourself regularly, what are those things? But even if you do do them regularly, you know, there are other areas that you have kind of hit a ceiling with. And you're like, why, why can't I get over this hurdle? Why can't I get beyond this place? You know, maybe even within your own fitness, you've kind of got to a place where you're like, you're really comfortable with what you're doing, but you don't seem to be able to like break through that barrier and go to the next level. And often there's, there are beliefs and identities in there that are maybe stopping you from doing that. And you need to smash through that next barrier. And then there'll be another one <laughs> and another one. But it's, it's starting to tune into that identity. What is it? What is that identity? And then think about why and where that has come from. So like I said, for me, that came very much from my teen years at school. You know, I can, it's almost like when I think about it, I can picture myself in one of those classrooms sat at that desk, kind of knowing that I just wasn't that important in that class, that I was just the quiet, you know, I was one of the quiet ones. I got on with it, didn't cause any trouble wasn't really worthy of too much attention from the teachers because of it. And, you know, that often, and I'm sure that a lot of you are going to relate to this. Like a lot of us were in that place, right, at school where we sort of felt like we weren't really noticed because we just got on with it. So it's important to know where it comes from and why. You know, that's an important part of the process of unpicking that and unpicking that identity and understanding that, you know, the origins of it and the place that it's come from. And then also as part of that, thinking about, is it even true or is it just our perception of things? Now, I think there probably was, for me, a level of truth in that. I kept myself quiet. I kept under the radar. So I know my teachers were probably paying attention to the brilliant kids and the kids who were naughty. You know, that's where most of their energy had to go. So a lot of their energy did not go towards me. Does that mean that I am not worthy? Does that mean that I am average? No, absolutely it does not. So that feeling of being average is really my perception. There is some truth in it that I was, you know, maybe ignored a little bit at school. But does that necessarily therefore mean that I'm average? No, it doesn't. That's just what I perceived out of that situation. So where did it come from? And then I think number three, decide on that new identity you want to create for yourself. So for example, your identity is somebody who is worthy of care and time. Your identity is somebody who values themselves enough to do the things that are going to make them feel good. The identity of being somebody who is allowed to feel good. 
Because a lot, I think a lot of us don't believe that we are allowed to feel good. And so we do things that destroy that good feeling a lot of the time. So deciding that new identity you want to start creating for yourself. So that's three steps. And number one, where, what is that identity you have, particularly with relation to your fitness, your wellness, your own worth? Number two, where did that identity come from? Is it true or is it just your perception of things? And number three, what's the new identity that you would like to start creating for yourself instead? Now, like I said before, these things are really hard and this can actually be quite an emotional exercise as well. I have for sure had my tears and tantrums when I've been uncovering these, these deep parts of myself because they are deep. They run deep. They are so ingrained in who we are that it can be extremely hard to A, admit <laughs> that you've carried this thing around with you for years and years, and then B, let go of it and allow yourself to be open to a new and different identity. And, you know, I've got a lot of regret at the years that I've wasted living with an identity that I would not wish on my loved ones. You know, I'd hate to think, for example, that either of my kids would ever feel about themselves the way that I felt about myself at times. I'd hate to think that they thought that about themselves. So if you wouldn't wish it on your loved ones, then you should not wish it on yourself either. And, you know, that's hard. That's really hard when you realise that you've had those things that have held you back, that you have that regret, that you realise that you've been holding on to this thing that has not been serving you for a really long time. It can be emotional, but it is so important that we do start to dig a little bit deeper, that we do start to understand our own identity better and how that shapes what we have in our lives, how that shapes the things that we do for ourselves, even if it is going to feel a bit uncomfortable. And by the way, if you do want to hear about getting comfortable with being uncomfortable, then just head back to episode 53 because I go into a little bit more depth on that one as well. You know, but the other thing I want to say really about that is that it's okay that it's uncomfortable. And in fact, when it does feel like that, then you know, you know, you've got some good stuff. You know that there is definitely some stuff there that needed to come out. You know, there's definitely some stuff there that needs thinking about and changing and reconsidering. So what do you think? Are there things that are already coming up for you? Are there things that you've not acknowledged before, or maybe you have acknowledged, but you've possibly brushed under the carpet a little bit? And how can you start to create that new identity for yourself? What is that identity that you would like for yourself? Who do you want to be? Now, I'd love to hear how you get on with this one. How are you going to go about creating that new identity for yourself? So do let me know. But before I say goodbye, just a quick reminder to check out the ChickFit Members Club if you'd like to get into those summer sessions throughout the month of August and really make yourself, your well-being, and your fitness a priority all summer long without needing loads of time to do it. If you join now, then you're going to get access to all of the other amazing programs and you could get yourself off to a great start before the summer has even fully kicked in. But thank you again so much for joining me. I have loved spending this time with you and I can't wait to see you all again next week. So I'll see you then. Thank you so much for joining me today for the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness. Don't forget to come over and join me on my social media channels at AlexChickFit for plenty more inspiration.